What's up, everybody? Welcome to KCP. I'm your guy, Caleb Hodges, and this is where we bring awareness to what's going around the, on around the city of Keene. So let's look a little bit into the weather. This week looks like we're dipping uh, down into the 60s a little bit, starting off in the 70s and 80s at the beginning of the week, uh, dipping down in the 60s, and then kind of going back up into the 70s by the end of the week. It's supposed to be pretty nice, partly cloudy some days, but for the most part, looks like we have um, a lot of sunshine for the week. Now what's going around, what's going on within the city of Keene right now? So the mayor and the council just received the S&P rating for the city and it's actually been rated an A minus, which is actually really good. That's more than what um, the city was expecting. And this is an S&P rating. They can be a little confusing, but an A minus is very good. And it's not what initially the city of Keene was expecting, the city council and the mayor were expecting. They actually were probably expecting to get a triple B. Um, and essentially this is just, showing the overall economic impact of the city, how good they are repaying their loans, how uh, good they are at managing finances. It's kind of like a city uh, overview of their budget. Cause it, it's, it can be confusing, but just know that an A minus rating is actually very good. Uh, and that's really good for the future outlook of the city of Keene. Uh, the 2021 refinancing item should also be on the agenda for the March 18th city council meeting and that's going to be presented. Bristol Oaks Phase 2 is already in the works, which will bring an additional 23 homes. I mentioned that last week. And the pavilion at Eliza Carver Park is complete. Those bathrooms are almost complete as well. The only thing left is the plumbing to be complete, but due to the contractor being overloaded with customers, there is a slight delay in the completion. There was also something that happened this past week at Honeysuckle Drive. On March 9th at about 1.15 p.m., Keene Police and Animal Services officers went to a residence in the 1100 block of Honeysuckle Drive and met a resident on the front porch who said she wanted to surrender her dogs to the city. The resident signed over custody of 12 dogs and officers left with the intent to come back and pick up a large number of animals once proper arrangements were made. At about 3.50 p.m., police and animal services responded to the house again this time at the request of the Keene Fire Department personnel, who were there to attend to medical needs for the same resident. The resident was transported to a local hospital and requested that animal services take immediate custody of her dogs. Upon entering the house to take custody of the dogs, animal services and police officers found that many dogs were in a very unsafe and unsanitary environment. With the assistance from Keene firefighters who had, who had to don the SCBAs, which are those, those masks that help them breathe, they actually had to use that to enter certain portions of the house. 14 dogs were rescued and transported to the Cleburne Animal Shelter for further evaluation and care. Due to the observed health and safety violation, the house was condemned immediately. Development services and code enforcement personnel will continue to follow up on the habitability of the house. Further, the Keene Police Department is actively investigating the case as a cruelty to animals incident. Anyone with information about this case is asked to contact the Keene Police Department at 817-641-7831. And of course, many entities assisted in this large recovery and abatement effort, including the Keene Police Department, along with Animal Control, Keene Fire Department, along with Code Enforcement, Keene Development Services, Encore Electric, and the Cleburne Animal Shelter. So shout out to all those guys for getting this resolved. A quick update on news within the college at the uh, Southwestern Adventist University. The president, Ken Shaw, has announced that he has accepted an offer to serve as the 27th president of the Southwest Southern Adventist University in Collegedale, Tennessee. We appreciate your time here at Southwestern and wish you nothing but the best, Dr. Shaw. If you guys have any more questions about any of this, you can visit the Southwestern Avengers University Facebook page or their website. 
and check that out. Quick check on national markets. Familiar headline at this point, you know, banks and industrial stocks rose, bond yields rose, but tech stocks again stumbled, and the Dow notched another record. The U.S. hit a milestone recently with 100 million vaccine doses administered yesterday. That's roughly 13.5% of all U.S. adults that are fully vaccinated in uh, the U.S. right now. Fun fact on a wealth stat, U.S. households finished 2020 with a record net worth of $130.2 trillion. That's up 10% from the year before. Asset prices across the board, from stock to houses, climbed last year despite the pandemic. Another fun fact for you, that more twins are being born now than at any point in history, according to a study published yesterday. The rate of twin births has grown by a third since the 1980s, which researchers attribute to a rise in fertility treatments. All right, that's enough from national news, or I guess national topics. i like to kind of touch on that, just kind of let you guys know what's going on around even the country. Not too much, but a little bit. Now, finally, I'd like to end the episode with something that's really cool that happened within the city of Keene recently. So I posted on one of the Facebook pages, or a couple of the Facebook pages, and this is one that I got from a user. Yeah, this was brought on by Angie Turner. She posted this on, on my thread. She said, during the ice mageddon, our neighbor made us fresh muffins, brought us tea, and volunteered to play outside with our boys. I don't think she realized just how much this tired mama was grateful to her for forgiving for giving me the 20 minute break. Guys, that's that's really cool. Again, how we get through hard times is not necessarily relying on multiple resources and uh, all these other things. It's really how well do you know your neighbor? So there's a, a bunch of natural disasters that occurred around in Fukushima, things what it was, um, where a lot of nuclear spills were occurring as well as as a tsunami that flooded like tons and tons of villages. Well, the biggest indicator for mortality survival, like having a lower mortality rate and human survival was the villages that actually knew their neighbors. So again, getting through disasters and decreasing mortality is directly dependent on how well you know your neighbor. So I love, I love that story. You know, this is, I know this is, I've heard a lot of stories like this where the neighbors are just coming to help out. Like I know people in Keene right now that I'm close to, where their neighbors checked on them and they checked on their neighbors. And it was, it was, you know, a 10, 15 household radius of everybody checking on each other. And that's how, how people get through these type of disasters. So shout out to them. Really cool story. Angie Turner, really appreciate that comment. And I'll, I'm going to try and do this every time. So y'all have a great week. Be smart, be safe. Don't be dumb and be kind y'all have a good one.